I don't care who they put in there at tackle. Woo! They got to deal with us. You go out and fly around, we hit them in the mouth. Hit them in the mouth like they ain't never been hit before. Live in the entertainment capital of the world. Well, you better hope you can play as long as me. Hey, I don't even know your name, but you know mine. It's the T.C. Martin Show. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop that now, man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. Diagnosis. They suck, so I don't need to be out game plan. Prognosis. I'll knock you out. Osmosis. All I know is, you mess with me, you got problems. That's all I know. It's the Dr. T.C. Martin. When you get on your knees and say your prayers tonight, pray. The doctor is now in. Oh, yeah. Oh, that screaming. It is a football Friday, and actually the final football Friday of the year of 2023. It is a T.C. Martin Show live at the Westgate Las Vegas inside the world-famous Superbook. Of course, our Friday home, and what a great weekend it is for football because we've got bowl games, we've got college football's national championship semifinals, and then, of course, a full slate of Week 17 of the NFL, the next to last week of the season I am here, Marco D'Angelo, our handicapper extraordinaire in the house, and the playmaker. I don't know if he's a playmaker or not. I usually <laughs> call wide receivers playmakers. The signal caller, the QB, <laughs> our guy Jay Schrader in the house, the former quarterback of the Washington Redskins, the Raiders, and a few others on his uh, diocese. <laughs> Good to have you here, brother, again. It is good to be here on this Friday. Lots going on mm-hmm. uh, in the sports world. So, you know, let's figure it out and see, you know, who, if any of us can get any of these bowl games right. <laughs> it has been a mess, hasn't it? <laughs> okay. You opened it up, so then I'm just going to – I'm gonna, you, you handed me the ball, okay? You I, gave me the I, handoff. I gave you the see, handoff. I got, I got it. I'm tucking it away, open, and I'm going. With it. I'm Go, going. I'm going. Go with it. Okay. You know, I am a big traditionalist. We've talked about this before. I love the bowl games, always have. But I am at the point now, seriously, where I am ready to abolish the bowl games. Well, I'm ready. I'm serious. I don't want to abolish all the bowl games, but let's cut it down to like 20. Okay. Instead of four. But here, here's where I'm coming from. Okay. Because right now, we've always talked about there's too many bowl games. All right. 41 to be exact. All right. There's too many. We've talked about that. But where we're at right now has become a total mockery of college football with the opt-outs, with the transfer portal, with the NIL. All of this seriously has ruined this part of college football, I believe. Because if it wasn't for that, you would probably have most of these teams that would be intact for these bowl games. But, you know, here's the thing. If you're going to play in a bowl game – your final game of your career, you would think that you'd want to play, wouldn't you? I mean, back in your day, I know things were different. Yeah. Could you, you would die to get to a bowl game. Exactly. And you would die to play in a bowl game. But now it's like, nah, I'm really not that interested. Either A, I think I'm going to have an NFL career because we're getting guys that think they're going to have NFL <laughs> careers that that aren't or don't that well we project you to maybe be a third or a fourth or a fifth round pick well you know what I, I, I'm going to opt out right you know you so you've got that angle and then now what the transfer portal has done is just decimated teams 
well, you know, I've got some pretty good playing time here, but I think that I can go somewhere else and be better, go, go to the unknown there. But that's what gets me. Your final game of your career, if you're going to have that mindset, then why don't you just say, hey, the final regular season game, we're in the same predicament. We're not right. playing for a conference championship. We're not going to the, you know, one of the uh, playoff games, right? right? So why don't you sit that out? But we never see anybody sit those out, even though their their records are they're, meaning, already, they're meaningless they're, games. They're meaningless games, right. right? Your final game if you're yeah. in the Big Ten and you know you're yeah. you know Michigan State and Nebraska or whatever. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to sit <laughs> out, right? Oh, but I'll go to both. Well, I'm definitely not going to play. No, for me, I mean, why not have that attitude at the end of November? Because you're at just as much risk of hurting yourself then yeah. than you are now if you're going to use that as an excuse. Yeah, I, 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 it makes me sick. We have four teams, four teams in the 41 bowl games. So what? That's, uh, you know, 82 teams, right? So if four of the 82 teams are, are, are there to play, but the other 78 teams are playing this like it's opening day. You know what I'm saying? Well, they're, they're playing kids. Well, let's see what he's got. Let's see, you know, you know, and it's like spring at, training. It's like spring training or, or NFL exhibition. Yeah, and a lot of these kids nowadays, with the way the transfer portal is, they're going to play in the bowl game, jump in the transfer portal because they had you know a good game and end up somewhere else. You know, you and I sat and watched the game last week, where quarterback had already entered the transfer portal, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to play with my boys, you know, and up my stock." Well, his boys stunk. Right. He stunk right. in the game. <laughs> So what are you doing? I mean, how do you play in that game? And, I don't I don't get it. And you're talking about Barnes, the quarterback of Utah, yeah. who's leaving, but yeah, I'm gonna play one last game, which yeah. is really hasn't been the norm with with these college kids. They right. just say, I I'm just I'm just bailing out. But yeah. but think about that. Of this of the eighty two teams that, that, that yeah. went to bowl games, all right, there's only four that are are, are basically have their teams intact right. as they were on opening day. The rest, the other 70 teams are nowhere close to being the same team that they were right. four or five weeks ago. And plus, not only you're not only talking about players, but I was watching a bowl game the other night where the incoming head coach is up in the booth watching. I'm right. like, you know, because you got coaches in the same boat, you know. Right. They're leaving or the defensive coordinator is leaving, so they got some other guy, you know, calling defense. It's just uh, there are way too many bowl games. Uh, I, I get it. They all want to play in a game. It's an extra month of practice. But this is ridiculous. This is out of control. But that's only good if you are going to basically continue your season. With your players. With your players <laughs> in an attempt to win. Right. And these coaches, like, have no idea. Right. You know, like the Ohio State situation right now. you got you got Ryan Day, and they've had, what, 19 players right. go, go bye-bye. And then you've got... You know, Marvin Harrison Jr., who finished, what, fifth in, in the Heisman, Heisman Trophy. Yeah. And he's there, but he hasn't been working out. But we're not going to say whether he's going to play or not. Okay, they're not going to say, but right. I will say he's not playing. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, what's his gamesmanship, and, right. you know, for, for that aspect? But, no, for me, I, I, I've had it. I've just – it is so unenjoyable. And then from a handicapping standpoint, Marco, it is virtually impossible – to accurately handicap these games. Yeah, and if you've watched, now it's starting to balance out a little bit as we're getting some of the better bowl games. Yeah. But at the beginning, 
if you simply followed the steam on game day, you'd have got crushed because all of the big line moves yep. that happened on game day were all wrong. And I'm going to talk about the game that you went to, UNLV in Kansas. That line crashed all day. What happened? There was a rumor. Kansas quarterback sick. He's not going to play. Everybody's running to the window to bet UNLV. That line went from 12 and a half all the way down. I think it got down to eight. And got a half. as high as 13, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And what happened? And it closed at seven. Not and a half. only did he play, he threw six touchdown passes. <laughs> okay, it's ridiculous. But you forgot one other aspect that's screwing up college football because it used to be playing in a bowl game. We talked about it before we went on air. There was a sense of pride and tradition for your right. school. Well, you know what? Erased pride and tradition, NILs, and the transfer portal. Yeah. Okay, kudos that the college players can finally get some money. They've, you know, the NCAA has been making money off them all this time. So I don't have a problem with that. I do have a problem with the transfer portal, and I have a problem with the coaches. I don't think they should open up the transfer portal till after the January 2nd. Right. Yeah. What difference is a couple weeks make to everybody still with their team? You have a commitment to that team. You got a scholarship to that university, and we know nobody cares about scholarships anymore. <laughs> okay, that's big. But you got that. You have a sense of it. And the coach is leaving. You should not be able to le- go accept the job until your season is done. If your team's in a bowl game, those kids committed to play for you. Right. That that's the problem I I have. No, yeah. You're 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 right about that. But the reason why Recruits. It, it is it where it is right now is because you got that that signing period, yeah. which is at the beginning of December. So therefore, that's why if if you back that off, they'd say, well, wait a minute, you know, maybe we're not going to sign these kids or whatever. But it, I mean, that's where it is. But it's all a mess. Yeah. It, and 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 here's mess. the thing about the NIL. NIL is a joke too because mm-hmm. honestly, how many of these kids? On, on your, your average team are actually getting money for NIL. Right. One, two, maybe three tops, your yeah. top tier programs. Do you really think that anybody's getting any NIL deals from, from UNLV or, or these mid majors? They're not. Yeah. You know, if they are, it could be, you know, a, a, a booster owns a, you know, a pizza place or something like that. We've heard that before, right? right. But for the most part, this money is not being spread out amongst the kids. I mean, it's your, your top tier player or, or players. Yeah. Yeah. Quarterback. And, and that's, you know, maybe a star linebacker who's going to go to the NFL, something like that. But if you're going to open up NIL, open it up and, and, and spread it across. You know, and Brian Brosworth talked about this uh, on the game last night on the Oklahoma, um, you know, game that was uh, in Arizona last night saying, he goes, I hate the NIL because, you know, it's only a handful of kids that are, are seeing the money. You know, he goes, but again, it's a work in progress. Who knows? But I think all of this together with the fact that the NCAA or college football committee, whatever you want to say, has been a mess for decades anyway. So to to me, there's always been that talk. Hey, get rid of these bowl games. You got too many or eliminate some, this and that. But now it's a mess because not even your traditional bowl games have any meaning whatsoever. You know, you got the Cotton Bowl tonight with with Ohio State in Ryan Day, the guy we're talking about, right. saying all the things about, you know, the team's focus. We're you know, happy to be here. Pride and tradition. Where is pride and tradition when your quarterback already went in, into the transfer portal? Right. And, and, here, and, and that's and a big, eight, pro- and that's a big program. Yeah. 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 And here's the other thing, too. You know, he's saying all the right things. 
where are these coaches spending their time? Getting prepared for the college bowl game? Yeah. Absolutely not. They're scouring the, you know, the transfer portal because they've got 19 guys <laughs> going somewhere, right? I mean, they've got to refill them. Right? You just played in the wrong era, buddy. I did. <laughs> can can was... you imagine the, yeah, you went, how much money would have you been able to get at a, at a school like UCLA when you uh, were a star quarterback? I don't know. After we beat SC, I probably would have gotten a good deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll say so. Thought, right. You know, but, uh, you know, yeah, it, it's crazy. Uh, this whole, everything's out of whack. It's not, it's not one part of it. It's all of it together, uh, that everything is out of control, um, with coaches, players. NCAA is, is a joke. We all know yeah. that, right? I mean, literally, literally, when you're handicapping these games, you handicap preseason NFL football. Right, <laughs> exhibition baseball. I don't know if you do that. Don't it's really, different. it's really the same thing. It really is. You've got to dig deep and say who's going to play, and then the motivation factor and all that kind of stuff. But no, it is, it is a mockery. It is really turned into a, to a mockery. And again, it's, instead of adding more, I mean, forty one's ridiculous. But you know, it would be nice if you can keep an semblance of the traditional ones and the teams. Maybe you raise it. You know, instead of six wins. Let let these mediocre bulls go bye bye and say you got to win eight or nine games because those could be some competitive games. But then again, you're still going to have this transfer portal yeah, nil you, until that gets but you got, squared you got, away. You so, got Minnesota at so, five and seven going in that wins a bowl game. Yeah, because they they didn't have enough. Yeah, they didn't have enough, and that's actually well, and they're always, playing Mickey Mac. Right. You know, they're playing the bowl, Bowling Greens. Come on, and that that's an angle that actually have used in some of the years whenever they had to get a team that had a losing record in to get in. It always would be one or two because they would be short. They perform well. But here sums it up, and it's all about money. Yesterday, of all the games that you saw yesterday, you know, there's some great plays in all of them. But what did you see on social media yesterday? All you saw was that damn Pop-Tart. All over social media. Well, you saw, you saw, well, you saw the that, pop tart. That was the highlight. What are you talking what about? I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Well, what are the two things you remember? You saw the pop tart. Yeah. And you saw him getting dumped with mayonnaise. Yeah. 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 Right. Right? right. Which I wouldn't want to win that game. No. If I'm Why that, would you want that? that? Would, I wouldn't want the mayonnaise. I would decline to go to that game. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the pop tart bowl. Yeah. Hey, can I make yeah. a trade? Yeah. I want, I want the pop tart bowl instead of the right. mayo bowl. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it is ridiculous. Way too many teams. Teams that look. I'm glad for the players they get another game, but it's it's ridiculous to watch, and I don't know how you handicap them. You you have to try to look at motivation, you know. In you know, it was a back and forth game, and Clemson ended up winning today. But my opening sentence in you know my analysis that I gave to my clients, I says, when you sit down to handicap a bowl game that is not the the national championship playoffs, you want to handicap motivation. Who you think is going to be happy to be there? And I said, if we went back to September 1st, started the season, and you said to a, to a Clemson player, you're going to play Kentucky in the Gator Bowl, do you think they're going to be excited about that? No, because when you're Clemson, okay. that program, every year you expect to be competing for a national championship. If not the national championship, at least you won the ACC and you're going to the Orange Bowl. Right. Yeah. You're, you're not playing the Gator Bowl. Yeah. Now, for Kentucky... If you told them they were going to be playing Clemson, they would they would be excited about it. And that's what I tried line. to do. Yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't the situation with Clemson. Clemson was excited because you got to remember Clemson was dead in the water. They're below 500, and then they yeah. went on a five game winning streak. 
So Clemson was motivated. You saw that all week. If you're if you're handicapping this game and you're listening to Dabo Sweeney and you see the way those kids came out today, they were happy to play in this game. The problem was they were missing too many guys on the defensive side of the ball. Hence, that's why Kentucky had a 60-yard touchdown pass, an 80-yarder, oh, and a 100-yard kickoff return for a touchdown because they're they're missing uh, some of those guys and the defense was a shell of itself but they came into the game winning five in a row and said all the right things but there are plenty of teams what you just described like you know and ohio state is is probably one of them even though okay it's technically new year's day six you know bowl it's the cotton bowl the least of the bowls anybody gets excited about right but you know there there are several others just like that you make the case for oklahoma too it's like alamo bowl you know a, a team that finishes 10 and 2 yeah, they had, you know, uh, championship aspirations. Oh, Dylan Gabriel, uh, I'm going to go transfer portal. Oh, and I've already signed. I'm going to go to Oregon. It's like, right. w- what is that? And talk about a slap in the face. So you went from UCF, you went from Central Florida, and y- you use them to get to Oklahoma uh-huh. and use Oklahoma to get to Oregon. Talk about the ladder system here. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, but, that's pathetic. But, but going from Oklahoma so Oregon State to play football is that a step up? Oregon, Oregon. He's going okay. to Oregon. Going yeah. to going to Oregon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even still, okay. I mean, is it or is it not? How about the Oregon State? Well, it's not supposed to be because you know Oklahoma, Oklahoma, is, and Oklahoma? Is, is a is a perennial powerhouse. powerhouse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see now that when they get into the SEC how right. <laughs> how that works out. Right. Yeah. But right. how about a team like Oregon State? You know. DJ, whatever his name is, he goes from Clemson to Oregon State. Right, they have a good year. Yeah, and now he's gone. Yeah, the, the whole how many transfer portal guys did they have today? And, they're playing with a shell, and, they're, of the and team. their coach is gone. Yeah, their, right. Their coach went and yeah, took a better job. Yeah, there he was left one a, game. He left one a month game ago when yeah. I was looking at it. I forget which team it was. They actually had to hire temporary coaches <laughs> to have <laughs> enough people <laughs> on the staff yeah. to, to do the game, the game because somebody left. It and took, took most of the staff. Yeah, they had to bring up grad assistants to yeah. fill roles. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's what I'm saying. Up. It's all a joke. It is a joke. It right. is. And here's the thing: we're talking about handicapping. We're talking about who deserves and you know the motivation. But from a pure watching standpoint, you're you're not a guy, Jay, that that really bets. How excited and how much? Uh, how many of these games have you actually you know sat down in your comfy chair and say, "Hey, I'm going to watch this game." I bet probably none. I haven't watched any. There you go. I've watched, right? I've watched a couple of bits and pieces because I've seen them on TV. I have not sat down. Yeah. Now, come the first, I'll sit down and watch football games. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Uh, you know, when you go back to that, uh, and I told the story the last, uh, yesterday when I, when I came back about the Kansas and, uh, UNLV situation. And again, this is my, my shot at the so-called sharps. And when we talked to Jay Cornegate today, we want to get his take on this, whether it was, you know, sharp money coming in to move that line or if it was uh, the Lions makers who got word of that. But anyway, there was that rumor about Jason being the quarterback of Kansas being sick. So uh, when I got up that morning uh, before I got on the plane, I, I saw the line go down to ten and a half. So I immediately sprinted to the book and said, <laughs> oh, let, let me get some of this at ten and a half, buy it down. Uh, you know, to 10. Yeah. And then I get down to Phoenix and I'm talking to, uh, one of our buddies and he says, uh, hey, the line dropped down to eight and a half. And it was about <laughs> an hour before game. I said, yeah, I, I really got to find out what's going on. So I went down. I was on the field before the game, a good hour or so before the game. And I was talking to some of the Kansas 
media guys and then also a couple of the assistant coaches from Kansas. I said, hey, what's, what's the deal with Bean? And they go, he's fine. And, uh, and I go, so are you aware of this story? They go, well, no, not really. Because, again, people think, oh, coach, everybody knows the line. They don't. They go, man, they go, when we left Lawrence, right, he had a, a, a touch of, like, a, we thought it was food poisoning of our last meal. He yeah. goes, but we got here. He's fine. This morning, he's fine. He's good. He yeah. good. And I'm watching the kid warm up. And then my buddy's going, it's down to seven and a half. I go, can you get some more for me? I don't want to call Marco, but can you get some for me? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, again, false rumor, but people are running with that. Just right. again, I'm not saying you're doing your homework or whatever, but just, you know, you see, you know, a line move and people want to jump on that. Right. It's like the kid played. Now Marco made a point. Yeah, the kid threw six touchdown passes. <laughs> yeah. He threw three interceptions as well, too. He wasn't really good, even though he had over, you know, 480 yards. And, and Kansas had 591. Yeah. It was the UNLV defense. And I was cracking up because I was roaming around the stadium. I was up in the press box for the first half. And then I said, oh, I'm going to, you know, go sit in the UNLV mm-hmm. section, go sit in the Kansas section. And then here's these, these Kansas fans. And I had this, this, uh, uh, flashback to the final four a couple years when these, yeah. when they wanted to stand in front yeah. of me the whole time, they just drove me nuts. This guy, you know, he's yelling at the UNLV fans and they go, yeah, you guys suck. You can't play DA. And I go, excuse me. This was just, it was a set, uh, an 18 point game at halftime. Now it's a four point game. You, and I said this to, to this group of fans go, you realize that you got to go back out and play defense too. Right. You know, and sure enough, there goes UNLV marching right down the field. Both of these defenses were horrible. Terrible. Yeah. The it, we we said there's no over, way yeah. there was no way that UNLV defensively was going to stop, stop Kansas. We saw how they got manhandled by Boise State. Right. They got the San Jose State. Any quarterback that can throw the football, we saw in the last two games, UNLV could not cover the pass, especially the deep pass. The guys were five. five we went to both. Well, I went to both. You went to the one game. Guy's wide open, nowhere near them. And Kansas exploited that. But, of course, Kansas is a Big 12 school that doesn't play defense, and UNLV was able to. Oh, wait. Wait, you can throw the ball down the field? Because the, <laughs> the game we went to, yeah. there wasn't a pass over yeah. 10 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the Utah game was brutal to watch. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad, I'm glad oh. I passed on that one. Jeez. That, well, it, but did. that was, again, in question motivation. That was the only concern about that game with Utah, because Utah's a team – that, yeah, they haven't won in a bowl game, so people say, oh, they want to win a bowl game. But they played in the Rose Bowl last year. They last two years. Pac-12 <laughs> champions two years in, in a, a row, row, and now, yeah, they're back in Vegas where they're accustomed to for playing the Pac-12 championship games, but that had to be a letdown for, for that team well, compared I'll, to where they played. I'll tell you how much uh, of a letdown it was. And I, I mentioned this to Jay. You're talking about, uh, you know, about the coaches, right? Yeah. Well, Kyle Winningham said that he goes, well, you know, we might be honestly get a little bit more motivated if it wasn't Wisconsin or, or somebody else. And then he said, I'd much rather be working the portal today than be here in this game. Yeah. When a head coach says that, yeah, yeah. I'd much rather be working the portal because that's more important to our program right now. That says it all. That right. tells you that this is all meaningless. Well, and, and half the kids out there are going, well, I wonder if I'm getting replaced by the end of the game. Right. You know, who did they sign in the portal, right? Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's a tough spot to be. This, this whole transfer portal is, is way out of whack. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, go back to make them sit out, make them think about it. Cause you make mm-hmm. a commitment, make the coaches make a commitment. 
or just too much money in this. Or just push it. If you push it back, everybody's, you know, you say you everybody wants to get their team in place. If everybody can't do it until January 2nd, you're all playing with the same, you got the same deck of cards. Right. Your hand's dealt to you. You're not, just push it back and solve this. Yeah. I don't think it would be a solvent, though, would it? I mean, you're still going to get what's kids. A mo- what's a month? Yeah. yeah no, no, the kids are still going to want to play. Let's say if you are a backup or say you, you know, had a mediocre season and you see this other recruit coming in, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go somewhere else. I don't think it matters if it's three, four weeks difference. If that kid feels like, okay, I didn't get along with the coach or I'm slighted or I can do better somewhere else or I can get a better NIL deal, like, you know, I can. Hey, yeah, but I think- I'm going to Nike territory. If I'm Dylan Gabriel, right? I'm leaving Oklahoma, Norman. Hey, I'm going to Nike country. You know, there'll be more opportunities for me there. Yeah, but how think- how, how are you going to stop that? I don't think it matters if it's December or January. Yeah, but to Marco's point, though, if you if you don't have anybody with the option to move until after all the games are over. Mm-hmm. At least everybody's in the same boat playing the games, right? Right. It's it, now it comes yeah. after the season, and I get that. It's not, it's not this because there's four teams right now. I guarantee you, yeah, they're looking at the transfer portal, but they're trying to win a national championship right. first. That's it. They want a national championship because then once they get that, everything else comes very easily. You know, kids want to go there, right? Once we get to Monday afternoon, Monday night. It, it, you know, it's, it's, it, it's real. Yeah, it's it, real. It, it, it's real. But up until that point in time, you know, again, you know, 38 games bowl, uh, 38 bowl games later, you know, we had to sit through all of these other right. things and, uh, you know, and, leading to that. And then you want to talk about a game. You got two teams. One's got something to prove, but they don't have anybody to play. <laughs> That's Florida State. Yeah. And then you got Georgia that, okay, they've, been a national champion two years in a row, and now they're not even in the playoffs. So how do you handicap that? That's one game that I, I'm staying away from. I'll have an opinion on that game. I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Yeah, we'll wait on that. I have a pretty strong opinion If on that Florida game. State would have had the backup quarterback, if he wouldn't have opted out for the transfer portal already, I probably would have taken a shot with Florida State simply because they do have something to prove. And everybody's, especially the quarterback. If I'm him, I would have wanted to play in this game because everybody bashed, oh, they're without the starter, they're yeah. done. I would have wanted to have something to prove. Your stock would have went way up if you went in there and performed well in that Here's game. the deal, though. We've seen the difference between Rodemaker and Glenn, and there's nothing. There's He, he, is, he is not... We saw You're, three quarters of Rodder I, I, I know. That's it. it but why, why didn't he ne- ever sniff the field? Because he's not very good. And what we saw of him was not good against Florida. And then Glenn was the third guy. So I don't think there would be – you know what there would be? Maybe about a, a 10 or a 13-point line differential if he's playing probably. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think the end result. I mean, it's not like he's going to – and again, even if he plays – you still got 22 other guys that aren't playing. <laughs> I mean, because, oh, Ron Maker's going to play. We're going to play. No, these guys opted out the moment that they, oh, gotcha. that Sunday afternoon, we're gone, yeah. gone, 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 domino effect. So, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. I mean, like I said, there are just so many varying elements to this. Yeah. You know, it's just not one thing, you know. Like when we're talking about, you know, back in the day of selecting the two best teams or the four best teams. That's, you know, you, that's one thing. But now you're talking about, you know, 
a team, you know, where should they play? Are we yeah. going to play? Oh, is my coaching staff still going to be there? They've already, you know, sent out their resumes. Yeah. Uh, players opting out. Uh, you know, where can I get more NIL money? And there's just so much. So much going on. Yeah, yeah. it's it's taken the joy out of these kids playing, you know, because half these guys are looking. There's coaches coaching in these bowl games that are looking to move. They just haven't told the kids yet. Exactly. You know, yeah. but they've been on the phone for two weeks. Hey, where are you going? What What have you heard? You know, yeah. I put my, my resume in this place and that place. Yeah. That's notorious. That's been going on for weeks. So yeah. uh, it's unfortunate. There's just too much going on. All right. We'll uh, give you our three best bowl games, the best that we can, uh, a little <laughs> bit later in our best bet segment. And then we'll talk a lot of NFL today as well, too. So a lot to, to hit on. But uh, a great uh, weekend because you do have – the two semifinal games coming up on Monday, starting at 1.45, and then 5 o'clock, uh, the two games, and we'll uh, talk about those games, handicap them as well, and then a full slate of NFL games. And uh, don't forget, guys, uh, tomorrow, you got your calendars out, right? You, you, know, you know what day it is tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow? Yeah, what's the day? That would be the 30th. Yeah, it's, it's a Saturday, right? It's a Saturday. Okay, don't forget, while you're watching the lone football game tomorrow, that would be uh, Dallas- taking on Detroit, it's Monday night football on Saturday. Just remember that. Okay, remember that. Because that's all you're going to see. You're like, going to see Monday night football nobody knows tomorrow. What, nobody knows what day it is anyway because it's been doing Christmas and New Year's. Nobody cares. It's like, wait a minute, you're taking away. This is the network talking, right? You know, right. You know, it, uh, you know ESPN. Oh, this is our – wait, uh, don't take away our Monday night football game. Oh, fine, you're going to play on Saturday. Okay, but we're still calling Monday night football. Okay. Don't they do that every year? Because they don't want somebody to have the disadvantage of a short week. What do you mean? They never play the Monday night game the final week of the season. We got, what are you talking about? There's tons of games on Monday, NFL. This week. No. Yeah. Monday you, you, is all This college. isn't the last week. Oh, you got one more week. Uh, yeah. You're right. No. But they're not this on This is Monday, a network so thing. Yeah. 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 One no. We, yeah. We, but because Monday. Is the New Year's Day for, New Year's, for, for, the, for the college. for the college. And all that stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but there's no Monday night football game the following week either. Right. Right. But you don't, yeah. my point of the matter is it's like, well, we, we don't have any money, so we're going to call it Monday Night Football on Saturday. Yeah. So does this irritate you more than having a double? double Why couldn't they play on Sunday? Play, Why play 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 there's the only time. one game on Saturday. Why, why don't you just go ahead and play with everybody else on Sunday? Have two Sunday night games, call it a doubleheader, yeah. you get mad about See, the simultaneous. You're, you're not the one cashing the checks from all those <laughs> advertisers. That's right. why. Right. Let's get right down to it. I'm it's, just making a point. Just tomorrow you might be scratching your head and they're going like, oh, I'm watching Monday Night Football. I see on the screen it says Monday Night Football, but it right. is a Saturday. It's Saturday. It's, you know. Didn't know if we were in Australia or, or Japan. Which way? Which make, way's the clock sure, go? Oh. Make, make sure you don't have too much to drink tomorrow during the day is what you're saying. You'll, you'll be oh, I'll have plenty of sweet tea. <laughs> uh, sickening sweet tea with some real sugar Pepsi. Yeah, yeah that's they, my jam, you that's know. Your, that's, yep, there you go. Yeah. Unlike you, you know, you're going to be, you know, tipping a few, whatever you tip. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Tito's or whatever. Which, what's your drink of choice? I, I'm, I'm whatever sure. it takes. Yeah, whatever it takes. Okay. We're good. You got New Year's Eve plans? I do. Okay. I do. You going to share them with us? Uh, I am going to have dinner and then uh, watch some fireworks, yes. <laughs> You're going to be having some fireworks or watching fireworks? <laughs> Are there any additional invites uh, for us or anything? 
Um, no. <laughs> that, that is a big negative. A big negative? <laughs> that is a big You don't like negative. an audience? No. We're good. <laughs> you don't like tag team partners? No. no. We are good. See, Jay's not going to a big party. I remember where you went last uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Last, I remember. Yes. Last New Year's Eve yeah. was a little different. I think we're coming up on an anniversary, too, because I think that was the, that was the weekend where we had your, your boy, Captain Jack, and no bra here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, I was at the... Numbchuck the... ringing the bell. He's <laughs> who's, who's, who's 10 <laughs> miles away from us. Right. Ew, right. Never got to experience any of that, but yeah, he, sure he wants I, to really bad. I, I'm not sure if the Black Hole was coming in town for New Year's Eve. I'm sure they are. Yeah, you I were just, at the Black Hole party. I was at the Black Hole party yeah. last New Year's, yeah. yes. Would you do it again? I would. That was a good... That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Those guys are a good bench. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'd do it again. It, it was a good time. Those guys are, are good people. All right. Speaking of the black hole, the one and only Jay Cornegay just steps up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's like, what? Well, what? just because he has, what did like, I walk he's into? got silver and black on today. So that's what I'm saying. Oh. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. You can talk to him about how he tries to handicap these mysterious bowl games that oh, no. we have. Yeah. No, he's the guy that's, that's setting those lines. Him and that, that side of the counter, the other ones that are, that are cashing. Yeah. Yeah. They're taking advantage of all those suckers that, that can't figure out how to <laughs> handicap these these bowl games, these crazy bowl games, which uh, no one's playing. Yeah. Well, no, you're playing them. I'm not. You're playing. Marco's playing them. Marco's I think playing. Marco's doing pretty good though. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Best bets coming your way next hour. Jay Cordegay will join us next as we talk. Well, bowl games, college football, national championship, and NFL Sunday. It is a football Friday here live at the Westgate inside the Superbook. The T.C. Martin Show. There's only one thing we know for sure. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay. The Dr. T.C. Martin. He was a most ripping victory by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. The doctor is now in. We are back here on a football Friday. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year right around the corner. And if you're in Las Vegas, you know it's going to be hustling and bustling again. So please be smart. Drive carefully, especially around the Strip area. And things will be hopping here at the Westgate of Las Vegas, as they always are as well, too. Our good friend Jay Cornegay is in the house. He joins us now as we talk a little NFL week number 17, the college bowl games. We've also got the uh, the highlight, really, is the two National championship game, the semifinals coming up on Monday. What is going on there, Mr. JK? We got the J Parlay here. We go from Jay Schrader to, to Jay Cornegay. <laughs> yeah, I was just getting that update from Jay. <laughs> and, uh, so let's continue that story. <laughs> what, what are you doing for New Year's? I created a monster. <laughs> well, I, got... I just asked the guy what he was doing for New Year's, what the plans were. Where did I go wrong? Are you asking me what I'm doing? <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, I got. I, 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 I guarantee it's not going to be as interesting as the got, quarterback. Because oh, the quarterback, get, they get all uh, the. Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah. It's like. I'll just say that. Well, the bookmakers, as a bookmaker, I got three dates. Okay. And uh, um, I don't think they know each other, so that's good. <laughs> I don't think. I'll, I'll find out later, but. Uh, 
No, it's all good. Um, but wait a minute, I'm, you, I'm, you, I'm, you yeah. got to go into some more detail. That's <laughs> evasive as hell, right there. What are you saying? What are you saying? You got three days? Are you talking about three just, time slots I'm, on I'm, Sunday or yeah. Monday I'm, or what? I was just trying to be a one upper here. Yeah. You know, yeah. you guys didn't roll with it. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, well, thank you for yeah. stepping in that chair because yeah. now you get to get some of the bullets from the quarterback yeah. after I got some. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I got to ask you. Okay, so the. Let's go back to Tuesday for the guaranteed rate bowl with UNLV in Kansas, where we saw the sharp line move, uh, six points in, in this game during the day within less than a 12 to 14 hour span here. Uh, rumors that Jason Bean, the quarterback of Kansas, was not going to play. Right. Were you moving that line off of Sharp action, a lot of money coming in on UNLV, or did you move the line just because you guys got got rumors or a story? You know, this all started in the December of 2021. And all these moves, I'm not going to say all of them, most of these moves were correct. And we just got destroyed. 2021 was the second best year we ever had here. And what was that? 18 years counting at that time. And despite losing, when I say losing, posting a red number, which rarely happens, right? And we, we'll have a low hold percentage. We'll hold a half percent, one percent, one and a half percent. Those are bad months for us. But when you lose, and it was all because of these transfers, the information that was coming out, getting into the hands of betters, I don't, Really, you know, I understand where they're coming from, but I didn't hold that against them. It was information-based bowl games, and that continues today. However, the bookmakers are a little faster now. So now this is our third year of this, and we, when you see big line movement like that, I can, I can almost guarantee and speak for most of the bookmakers, if not all, they're not taking bets at every half point. You know, they're just moving it down as a market. Somebody must not be playing. Somebody's transferring. Somebody's, uh, you know, of importance that, um, you know, they're going to announce here shortly that is going to bail out on the game. And we keep up with it a lot better than we did two years ago. So that game, like the UNLV game, those bets, I mean, there was a couple of bets there along the way. But if it went from 13 to 8, I'm going to say we took... I mean, significant bets I'm talking about. Maybe three. Mm-hmm. And then we took some money on um, the other side, Kansas, at minus eight. Okay. So there was there were some hot numbers there for us, meaning that we didn't need them to land on nine or ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but um, if you look at these games, I mean, you're having two of these games that are moving like this almost every single day. You know, that same day, I think, what was it, A&M? In Oklahoma State, right? That moved what from one side and went from mm-hmm. two and a half or three down to the other. You had Notre Dame today. I mean, at one time, right? Marco was up to eleven and a half. Then it right it went well it opened up around. Uh, I think it opened up under ten, obviously. Then it went up uh, when Smith, you know, decided to leave, and then it came all the way crashing down to six and a half, and then it came down even further before kickoff here. But these things are moving dramatically mainly because the bookmakers know that you know we might not have all this information 
something's going on, the market's moving, and they will not hesitate to move these things quickly. Other than the Oklahoma State game that you were talking about, that was the first one where the line moved that was actually the winning side. Correct. All of these moves so far have been getting killed. Right. On the game day. Now we'll see as we progress, you know, to the better bowl games if that reverses itself. But everybody thinks, you know, oh my God, all this money's coming in. The sharps, they've been wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have to have been doing okay on these. And what other people don't understand, and I'm sure you would agree, you get that initial. The sharps will take one number. Let's say lines at ten. They come in and take the dog. Okay, they grab the ten. They might grab the nine and a half and a nine. Then they're done with it. The rest of it is everybody that's sitting that want to call themselves semi-sharp. They're looking at the screens and they they're steam chasers. And then you get that snowball effect where you keep seeing a line coming down. That's not necessarily the sharps betting those lines. It's the people coming to the party late wanting to be on the bandwagon and bet that side and drive it the final few, you know, few points down. Well, there's sharps that are betting both sides, too. So you sit there and they'll take the 13 and then lay the 8. Now, take it, they'll probably have more on the plus 13 than they do at minus 8, but they're doing that as well. So we learned our lesson, even though what Marco is saying is correct, the moves, all right, these big moves, for the most part, have been wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. But we know what happens when they're right. <laughs> so, again, we learned our lesson. We got better at it. We're getting better at it. We're improving improving over what we did last year. Last year was give and take. This year has been good for us um, because, as Marco said, most of these have been wrong. And the big moves, you know, you can't just look at it and say, oh, nine players are sitting out. Which nine players? It, a lot of these are reserves that are just fed up being on the bench and said, I'm done. I'm, you know, I'm transferring. Right. So you really got to look at the players on when they announce that nine players are leaving a team. Okay, let's find out what the names are, mm -hmm. see if they're starters, mm -hmm. see if they have an impact on the line. As we sit here right now, uh, just in the bowl games, the favorites are 15 and 12. So not much. But since Tuesday, nine and three. The, favorites, yeah, favorites are nine and three since Tuesday. They were nine and two until, and then you, know, you had the dog win today with Kentucky against against uh, Clemson. So um, whether what that means or not, but we've seen significant line moves like we have never seen before uh, with so many of these games, especially the the early games. Now, as we you know get towards more meaningful bowl games where you still have some opt outs, and of course you know the Georgia. Uh, Florida State thing that just really sticks out. This is insane where you've got the number five and number six teams, the two teams that were believed to be in the college football playoff just on the outside looking in, where now you have the number five team is favored by 20 points <laughs> over the number six team. And all of that is because of the, all the, you know, the 20 plus opt outs for Florida State and again, starting the third string quarterback. Talk about that game where you guys sat, uh, set that line going back three and a half weeks ago to that selection Sunday and then how it got to 20. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of talk about, you know, what, what you just said. And, and, you know, we, we knew the quarterback situation. You know, we, we were trying to figure out if the, the you know, uh, one of the backups, he actually got hurt. 
and we were trying to figure out if he was going to play or not, if, whether he was going to play because or, or not due to injury or because he was opting out. Um, there was a number of players on uh, Florida State, as you mentioned. We have to sift through all those and say, who are these? And there was enough starters there that had a huge impact. Not to mention, a lot of people didn't think a lot of Florida State, but when you have an impact player like that not playing, and then the backup not playing, you're going down to your third-string quarterback. It's just like the NFL. I mean, it really depends on the, the capability of the backup. So when you go from, say, I don't know, Tannehill to Will, you know, uh, what is this, Levis? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I always pronounce his name wrong. Um, versus, let's say, um, Rodgers to Love before Love played this season, right? Um, you know, that's a huge drop-off. And then there are other times there's really not that much of a drop-off. But that's what I give the handicappers a lot of credit for. Like, who's the backup? Was he a former starter? You know, and he lost out, you know, in the competition in the spring training. You know, so there's something like, then you have a, a redshirt freshman that's never taken a college, you know, snap. So that's... When you talk about two levels of drops there in that quarterback position, which we all agree that's the key position and has a huge impact on the line, we don't know what – we really don't know as bookmakers, odds makers, if that was the right amount of uh, adjustment based off those two players not playing in conjunction with all the other players that were uh, not playing for Florida State. It, I mean, it's, it's unheard of, right, to see a fifth – I mean, a bowl game, especially yeah. two Power Five conferences. Mm-hmm. You could see maybe one of those other teams sneak up there like Liberty or something and playing Georgia, and right. you're going to see a big number sure. like that. But we, We've seen that before, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, you go back to Boise State or Utah when Utah played, I can't remember, in the, was it uh, the Sugar Bowl maybe? Yeah. yeah. Then you go Boise State, Oklahoma Fiesta Bowl yeah. many like, years ago. Digit, yeah, double yeah. digits. Yeah, when you include these, you know, the but, best of the non-power fives, which we've seen the last few years, yeah. you're, you're going to get those type of lines. But this line opened like 13 and a half, which is still pretty crazy. Right. And then to drive it up seven more points with not really any other opt-outs for yeah. Florida State. So, I mean, have you just seen people hammer Georgia for it to rise seven points? And again, you've been doing this a long time. You know, we've been betting a long time, but you've been – you know, in this town, setting these numbers for a long time. Have you ever seen a 20-point uh, favorite like this with an undefeated team and a one-loss team? Well, I've been around a long time, but this is relatively new. All these portal, uh, you know, uh, transfers and, right. and dropouts, and yeah. guys not playing and wait, making sure that they're healthy for the draft, that's really started over the last three years. Yeah. So this movement that we said 13, 13 and a half, you know, going up to 20, um, and we didn't take bets at every half point there. I mean, yeah. like most bookmakers, you could just see the market kind of going up. And as bookmakers across the country now took, you know, some bigger plays, and it might have been at different books, it just moved the market up as the rest of us all went up. Now, some sometimes those bets are made here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's made downtown. Sometimes it's made on the strip. Sometimes now you see it in New Jersey or you'll see it in Colorado. And, you know, despite... Us being competitors, we still talk. And I don't have co- connections with all of them, but I have connections with a few, and we will talk of 
you know, who they're taking action from. And that certainly can, even though we haven't been bet yet, just based off that information, I can move it a half or a full point. Mm -hmm. Technology is definitely in you guys' favor from, think about the old days. Do you remember, and I talk about the stardust in that phone bank of of pay phones right outside. Remember, there was a time you couldn't have a phone. We've all been at that phone bank. (laughs) You couldn't have a phone in a sports bank. Okay, now... If somebody takes a big bet in a screen, everybody has a screen open. Okay. Anybody that's on your side of the counter or me trying to beat you on the other side of the counter, we have our screen in front of us all the time. And you've got basically 90 seconds when something happens before it's going to be moved across the landscape, so to speak. Yep. And, you know, like I said, sometimes those initial bets are here. And some of them, you know, they play games, though. Like, you, you know, there are people that work together out there. And, you know, where it's a um, correlated uh, attack, all right? It, it's, the S it, word, it, the it, syndicate. It's something that uh, we're well aware of. And when... Um, those type of things happen. You're right. It happens very quickly. And most likely, I'd say half the time, we'll take a bet on something like that. And then um, in that case, something like that, what Marco just said. Other times, we're just moving it with the market. So let me pose this at you. In this game with Georgia and Florida State, mm-hmm. when you have a, a number that opens 13.5 and it's currently at 20, now conventional wisdom will say, oh, well, you guys are rooting for Florida State. Is that the the case in this game? Or, like I said, is it a, a whole bunch of money that's driving this? Like I said, you didn't move it every half point or every point or whatever, but it, where are the where's the ticket count percentage-wise on Georgia tickets, Florida State tickets, and could you get hurt if if uh, if Georgia covers that 20? You know, to be honest, I, I'd have to go back and review and see exactly where the bets were taken and where, you know, we've taken some Florida State money too, just like that Notre Dame game. You know, it went from, you know, six and a half up to eleven and a half. I mean, our best case scenario for that game, even though it it, it fluctuated between eleven and a half and six and a half down to what five today, um, it really there was a couple numbers in there that were really ugly. Uh, but our best case scenario was for Notre Dame to win by twelve or more. I'm gonna say that uh, with this ca- in this case, uh, I think that. Um, there's going to be public support can really, um, really kind of control these games at times, especially a high-profile game like that where you will get a lot of public play. And since we haven't seen that because the public's not going to play that until you know a few hours before game time, I'm going to say that there are probably a couple numbers in the middle there that are probably not good, mainly 20 and 17, something like that. Uh, but... Um, I wouldn't really know who we're going to need until game time. I, I, my guess would be that we would need, um, probably Florida State, uh, for a little bit. It's, it's just not a game that's really running right now. Right. I just, I just don't have enough information to tell you which side we really need until we get the kickoff. That's, that's crazy to say that when a line has moved from 13 and a half that's, to 20. Yeah, that's why I asked right? the question, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. But yeah. it's, it's true. I mean, that's, 
you know, there's other games I could say, well, yeah, there's that game ran, but it's a it's a it's a game that no one really was playing, you know, wasn't betting too much. It maybe it started at nine o'clock on a Thursday morning, you know, and there wasn't a lot of action. So we, it was basically us against the Sharps in that game. And they laid the six and a half, seven, seven and a half. You know, in that case, it's very simple. It's like, yeah, we're going to need the dog here. What about Ohio State tonight? We saw a lot of movement in that yeah. game today. There's no doubt we're going to need Missouri in that game. Um, and that, that's, that's a good example right there. You know, there was a lot of support in Missouri, uh, for Missouri, uh, in the early days when that line was posted. A lot of sharps were on, uh, Missouri. And then as it got closer here, I mean, the brand name has just taken over. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ticket count's ridiculous. Like nobody wants the Tigers right now. And that's They're a, that's betting, a good football yeah. team too that's intact yeah. and yeah. Uh, they, yeah. they've been on a great roll this year. And they'll be hungry. They will be motivated in that yeah. game. I'm really surprised it's ran that, that high, mm-hmm. but, uh, the brand name took over, and it's a five o'clock prime time start, so mm-hmm. it gives everybody plenty of time on a Friday, mm-hmm. you know, afternoon. So it's uh, uh, it's it's there's no doubt that we're going to need the Tigers tonight. Quick take before we let you go. Jay Cornegay joins us, the vice president of the Superbook here at the Westgate Las Vegas. The two semifinal games, Alabama and Michigan. We've seen that number at two in favor of Michigan, and then uh, Texas four and a half against te- um, Washington. What are you saying? Well, for futures, uh, there's only one team that hurts us, and that's Washington. And that makes sense because they were at higher odds at, for most of the year, and they just kind of came down. Michigan, Alabama, Texas, for the most part, have been right up there. Uh, Washington was like in the second tier, possibly almost third tier, of you know uh, as far as the futures are, are concerned. Um the Alabama-Michigan game is very well balanced. Um, I'll, I'll be very interested to see what happens in the next couple of days because, again, the public really haven't got to that yet. You know, they're focused on Missouri and Ohio State <laughs> right. right now. Right. You know, what's, right. what's next? So, and not to know, mention plenty yeah. of NFL. Yeah, they've got, know, yeah, they got to get through game all those games. And then Sunday, yeah. too, yeah. So it, these games are a little, or, excuse me, these weekends are a little nerve-wracking for bookmakers because, you know, we know what the – sharps are going to do we pretty much know what the public's going to do but the results are a little scary if you start snowballing mm-hmm. you know all of a sudden you get a favorite another popular favorite if ohio state wins you know tonight i know the sharps are on the lions tomorrow night but you know if they the cowboys i'm, I'm telling you the cowboys mm-hmm. will get a lot of attention too so uh it gets us a little you know it's a little nerve-wracking but a lot of fun, same time. All right, my friend. Have yourself a, a great weekend. Enjoy the action. Enjoy your, your New Year's Eve celebration, wherever right. that may be, with one, two, or all three dates. You know? <laughs> you know that was a joke. I'm married. I understand. <laughs> Only <that>. once. <laughs> I, I, I see your phone been blowing up from your wife here. Right? <laughs> 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 oh, said you great. think you got some uh, yeah. liability on a game. Yeah. Wait till you get yeah. home. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <Jay Cornegay laughs> has personal liability. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> My friend, appreciate Terrific. you as always. Yeah. And we'll look forward to talking with you next week. Happy New Year, guys. Right. Uh, let's toast to a great 2024. You Thank got you. it. And 2023 has been fantastic uh, with us here at the Superbook at the Westgate. And uh, more fun. More in store around your door. More of what you're looking for in 2024. How's that wrap? Yeah, nice. All right. <laughs> it's natural. Keep your day job. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we come back, we'll handicap the NFL Week 17 best bets, and the quarterback comes back in. One J out, one J in, right here on a Football Friday.